Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. My exact uh, strategy as such, and which is now what we refer to as the Hopkins formula that we teach our clients, which is a three-step formula, named after myself, of course. The three-step formula is is what I did to replace my income uh, in five in the first five years. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyron Shum and in this episode, we continue the conversation with brains behind the A-Team property group, Sasha Hopkins. We'll uncover the three phases of his self-named format for success and how you can use this to replace your income and reach financial freedom within 5 to 10 years. But first, was there anything holding him back from initially investing in property? One thing that I'll happily admit is that I don't seem to have really much a sense of fear at all of, of taking risks. And one thing I'm really good at, even though you know, I don't have any doctorates and you know bachelors and all that sort of stuff, I have nothing really besides a real estate license. But um, one thing that I've been always really good at is, is taking a lot of action. Um, so no, I wouldn't say there was anything holding me back on the first one. Probably just not really knowing, but I was just keen to get in, get into the market and get started. So, however, Hopkins does recognise the difficulty of getting past a negative mindset in order to move forward. With many people who are in the position to do something, but are held back from fear. Because it's still, you know, the biggest biggest sort of um, challenge that, that we have um, day to day doing what we do here is. But people are scared. Um, they're scared because they don't want to lose their money. They might have had a bad experience. Their parents might have had a really, really tough experience. You know, uh, growing up, they might not have had any money, and they, you know, they've sort of been ingrained a particular, you know, way of thinking towards money. And um, you know, they might uh, they might not want their parents or to go through what their parents did. So there's all these sort of it always stems from something, you know, from something that's been younger or the way that they've been educated. And, um, you know, people, people are serial procrastinators these days. And, um, unfortunately, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit harsh, but, you know, if you, if people don't take a step or take action towards a better place or a better, better life that they want to live, there's just no, no bloody way that they're going to be able to do it. And that's just really as simple as it is. So, um, you know, I guess, yeah, it could be emotions, fears, it could be, you know, negative influences. There's so many things that, that stop people from doing something. And, you know, I see people, I've probably consulted to two and a half thousand plus people now um, in Australia. And, um, you know, I've seen people in 
fantastic positions, you know, far better than I ever was when I was starting out or you know, coming up through for my portfolio. Uh, and I don't, I, they just don't, they don't do anything because of fear. And it's, it's really sad, but you know, sometimes I have to tell people what, what's, what do you think is actually more scary? You, you know, buying this property and then, you know, building it and getting it tenanted out and then realizing it's not for you or continuing down this path of doing nothing and then you know, ending up like 87% of Australians that retire on, you know, less than 30 grand a year as a couple. What's, what's more scary? And you have to give them an ultimatum. And it's, that's, I mean, that's how life is. In order to overcome their fears, he says before turning to sources of practical information, it's important to want it enough to follow through with it. To begin with, um, it has to come from themselves. You know, no one really, nothing resonates with people. Information won't register unless the motivation comes from themselves. You know, me telling you to do something, yeah, you hear it, yeah, you probably know, but unless you feel it or you have a, a, a life experience um, that that sort of causes you to have a learning about it, it's never going to work. So people need to people need to, I guess, you know, learn or, or find work out themselves. All right, I need to do this, you know, for myself and my future. And people have to, and it really comes down to, um, you know, starting with the end in mind and reverse engineering, you know, what where people want to get to. I mean, you know, one of the things that we take people through is you know, working out exactly where people want to be and, and what actually that looks like, um, you know, on a daily basis, the exact day, the type of lifestyle they want to live, you know, understanding, you know, what what people aren't happy with in their life financially, what's been stopping them from becoming financially free so far, and then it's understanding what those, you know, maybe habits that need to be changed um, or, you know, new, new routines that need to be conditioned. And then, you know, people need a bit of accountability um, they need to, to believe that they can do it themselves. They need to want to do it themselves by having a vision of where they want to be um, and having the motivation behind them, e.g., you know, for family and, um, you know, being able to have choice and freedom and all that sort of stuff. Um, and, and people just need to – people need a bit of, bit of love. Um, they need, need someone to help hold their hand to be able to lead them, you know, down a path that's proven um, so that they don't, uh, you know, that minimise, you know, the chance of people making mistakes and, having a bad experience. You only need 10 years, you know, in, in property and you, you're set for life. Some books which have helped him through his property investing journey include classics by Robert Kiyosaki, Steve McKnight and Tim Ferriss. There's pretty limited books in, a, in my opinion in Australia, property books, um, you know, that, that in my opinion provide, that are either relevant or I mean, the first property book, uh, realistically, the, everyone has to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's just a non-negotiable. Um, it's that, That's, you know, honestly, probably the best book. And then, you know, the second one being Cashflow Quadrant. Um, they're probably the best books. And that's just, that's about money and the relationship with money and, you know, and investing in the concepts of, you know, um, of, of not, you know, conforming to the typical nine to five and end up with nothing. So, they're non-negotiables in my opinion. Um, property books that I've read, or oh, the first book that I read at the beginning was um, Steve McKnight's book. Um, the What was it? Zero to 130 properties or something like that in seven years. Now, I think that, I think that, um, I think that one's possibly a little bit outdated now or, you know, the same practices 
I don't think work exactly the way that that is. But look, that helped um, definitely. Um, but even though I didn't follow that that same kind of method, what else have I read that's property related? Um, uh, I read Cam's book, uh, my four year old. Um, what else? I mean, there hasn't been too many property books. A lot of them, a lot more of them, have been around, you know, mindset and um, and then. I mean, I guess when I've been starting moving into business, seeing that I've sort of got got property under my belt now, um, you know, there's been a lot more sort of recent business books or mindset books. So, you know, it just so happens that property is, is the vehicle that's, that's got me to where I am. Business is my other passion now that, you know, I'm in my, my learning phase and, and mastering phase. Still got a lot to go, of course, but, um, you know, some other books, what, what have I read? So... Um, there is my four, my four hour work week. That's a really good book. Um, that's by Tim Ferriss. Um, that then we've got you know some, some books by Grant Cardone and Gary V and you know um, some old classics like The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. That's a great one. That's a classic. Um, you know, and then there's some other kind of businessy type ones and sales ones and. Um, uh, yeah, one one that I'm reading right now is called um, the One Thing, um, and that is that is basically um, you know pretty much talking about that everyone these days is is addicted to being busy and and uh, addicted to, to multi multitasking myself included. But the reality is that you know being busy um, isn't actually necessarily um, an effective way of, of being. Um, because people don't really complete tasks. They focus on get, being busy rather than focusing on completion of, of tasks, whether that's, you know, in your job, whether that's at home, with you know, family, whatever it is. Um, people, people are playing below the line, um, being, you know, busy and not actually doing a whole lot versus playing above the line where people just focus on completing the most important things. What's the one most important thing right now that's going to, you know, progress me closer to my my bigger goal um, and that's kind of I guess a lot of that too with mindset and productivity um, so they're all relevant A strong personal habit which have contributed to Hopkins success sets him up for the entire year and allows him to drastically improve in all areas of his life when necessary I don't know how I, worked, how I made it up or when it happened I've been doing it for many years now but um, every single and it's, we're coming up to that time of the year so Every single New Year's, um, I kind of so New Year's Eve, I I don't I don't really go out or you know do go to a party or anything like that. Not that I don't enjoy doing those sort of things, but for me, um, it is imperative that I wake up on New Year's morning with a nice, clear, uh, the clearest conscience, the clearest mindset, um, the clearest outlook. Um, I don't want to have a, um, you know, a, a diluted outlook or a hangover, you know, because for me, and look, this might be part of, you know, my, my old, old habits that I'm trying to, trying to improve and change, but, you know, I don't, I don't want to start the year, you know, I want to start the year, you know, being totally focused. And so one sort of, one sort of routine that I go through, it honestly, honestly spans over two or three days to New Year's Eve. Um, I sort of probably, I write up a list and review of all of my all my achievements um, for that particular year, 
Um, and uh, and I'm sort of I write down everything that I'm proud of and you know, everything that I've I've done that year, and I I might reflect back to what my previous um, you know goals that I set at the beginning a year ago um, for that particular year and, and what what I've done and what's been exceeded, and I, I sort of. Um, like last year, I did a Facebook live about it, um, you know, and and, and everybody it was, it was really good because a lot of people also, you know, um, took the time to 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 be proud of what they had achieved that year. But then, the, the probably the most important thing is is then the next two days, generally the first and the second, um, in amongst relaxing, of course. But I break down my life into six pillars. Um, so one is business and or occupation, two financial and wealth, three mental and emotional. Four, you know, uh, health and health and fitness. Five, um, uh, relationships and family, and six, fun and rewards. So um, I, I break it down like that because to me they're, I guess, they're the most important things in my life in terms of how the different sections of my life. Um, and and what I do is I then set goals out for every single one of those six pillars of what I want to achieve out of that, and I literally write my plan. Um, for that, that for the next year to come, being 2018, I write out everything I want to achieve in business: the A team, the property development company, the finance business, any new ventures that I'm, you know, wanting to release, you know, in the year to come. Um, you know, so I really break down, you know, you know, all that's everything you can possibly imagine about planning. Then I do the same for my own personal and wealth. I always review the previous year, look at how much I'd smashed those original goals. Um, and I do that throughout every single pillar, you know, for fun and awards, you know, how much have I been, you know, staying true to rewarding myself and smelling the roses, you know, do I want to be doing even more of that for the year to come? Can I do more of that now? Um, you know, relationships, all that sort of stuff. Um, I do that. It's in a very intense and you know, mind con- mind consuming process, but without a word of a lie, without any doubt, I have exceeded every single goal that I've set myself every year to probably the last five or six years by doing this process. That's phenomenal. Um, so it's um, for me, it's very powerful. Um, and, you know, I, I'm certain it would work for other people, but you have to be really, you know, you really, really have to commit the time um, to be able to do it and then really think about what it is that you want from the year to come. You know, because life passes by very, very fast. And, you know, if you're not living up to your potential, and if you don't know where you're wanting to get to, then people are just treading water and getting nowhere. Setting and then committing to your goals may mean reviewing them throughout the year to stay on track. However, often he smashes them earlier. I would review the plan probably um, in the first couple of months a lot more frequently than, than as the year goes on. I might touch on it every, every quarter or so. But look, to be honest, I haven't looked at that plan now, so I'd say it's probably six months because I already know in my mind that I've already beaten it, you know, by mid-year, and now I'm just seeing what will happen, and then I want to get a nice little surprise as to, all right, well, here's what I said, where am I at, you know, how 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 many areas have I exceeded it? Yeah, there'll always be a few that might not have got there, but look, that's how life is, or business, or whatever, you know, things come up, but um. But now that you know, when I know that I'm on on the right track and 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 kicking goals, it's more just about then you know reflecting on where what I how much I exceeded that then in at the end of the year. Coming up after the break, we'll delve into Hopkins' strategy for property investing. 
what it, what it um, involves is starting out by laying foundational properties in your portfolio. So what a, pro- a foundational property is, um, so we do uh, put on every every part of our strategies uh, include some sort of element of construction because we like to add value um, to a piece of land. How you can achieve financial freedom using the Hopkins formula within a shorter period of time? They only need to do complete a couple of projects with us over you know a three three to four year period max, and you know they've been able to replace or create an extra two hundred thousand dollars of income. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum, and you're listening to Property Investory. Hey podcast listeners, I just wanted to let you know about the podcast show notes I've created for you that you can download at freepropertyresource.com. Inside these show notes, I've included a full summary, details of the resources recommended plus much, much more. Just go to freepropertyresource.com to grab it now. It's free and it'll make the rest of the episode so much more impactful. Again, that's freepropertyresource.com. Now back to the show. To create his own portfolio and to aid his clients in attaining wealth through property, he has created the Hopkins formula. This allows them to smash these goals within 5 to 10 years of investing via a series of phases. So the number one rule for me uh, that I learned very early on is that I can't do it myself. I can't do it on my own. So I've honestly paid, um, excluding the business sort of um, any coaching and stuff like that, I've probably spent $80,000 on property education and other property services um, to help me uh, in those first few years. Um, now, my exact uh, strategy is such and which is now what we refer to as the Hopkins formula that we teach our clients, which is a three-step formula named after myself, of course. Um, now, the, the, the three-step formula is, is what I did to replace my income uh, in, five, in the first five years. What it, what it um, involves is starting out by laying foundational properties in your portfolio. So what a, pro- a foundational property is, um, so we do uh, put on every, every part of our strategies uh, include some sort of element of construction because we like to add value um, to a piece of land by constructing on it. And when we're timing the right market, um, you know, we always have growth or instant equity uh, on the completion you know, of those construction projects or those houses. You know, some as much as $150,000 from when the client first uh, signs the contract. That aside, though, um, we've I've worked out, or what I did is I, I put three of those foundational properties into my into phase one of the portfolio. You only need three. It was actually four, sorry, no, four. Um, but you only need three in your portfolio. Let's say worth $500,000. You know, your typical good long-term growth house in a in a great in a capital city. Um, it's going to be always have constant demand, population growth, and will increase in value. Now, if you have three of those at 500k each, so 1.5 million, then if that only grows at seven percent per year, or you know, on an average, then you're making yourself over a hundred thousand dollars of equity growth just in the first year, and, and no doubt that's going to compound each year. Okay, um, then um, we introduce uh, phase two, which is uh, dual income or dual occupancy and duplex investments. So that's in uh, bringing in some higher yielding properties 
um, that's going to, so dual occupancy being capital city based, um, uh, high rental yield and uh, the same growth prospects as a house um, or duplexes, you know, being um, also capital cities and high yield or sometimes going a little bit further out of a city um, to be able to create a higher instant equity gain on the completion, but still with a higher yield. And the reason why we bring in those higher yielding properties is so that it balances out the cash flow of the portfolio. Um, so if we've got, you know, four or five of these very well-positioned properties paying for themselves, that, you know, the last two are increasing our serviceability, um, then that's kind of the set and forget. That's the foundation done. You're going to be creating anywhere between 100 to 200K of equity growth each year by doing nothing, all right? Um, so that's that's done. Then, though, and of course, we might bring in, you know, self-managed super fund strategies as well, whether it's a house or investing into development, which I'll cover next. The next stage is development, which is set up in a particular way to manage individual aspects of the project. Phase three is when stuff starts to get really exciting, um, and that's when we introduce proper development. But we do that, do it in a way that it's it's to become a business. Um, so we run um, very, very, uh, I guess, unique joint venture uh, development uh, projects or opportunities. So um, we can we partner with people to 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 project management project sorry project manage um, small development projects that we you know do everything for from um, you know, putting together the joint venture to sourcing the site, the finance, the DD, the feasibilities, um, managing the DA process, the subdivision, the construction, the sales. So everything um, is, is all project managed. Um, and the profits that are created from these projects in a, a 12 to 18 month period, um, we do it, we set it up in a way in which you know the client invests through a uh, a special purpose vehicle or a specialised um, entity or structure um, that the profit that's created um, will be able to be used as additional income in the future to be able to boost up serviceability. Um, so once we've done that a couple of times in this third phase of the Hopkins formula being development, then we're actually in a position where you know we could potentially replace our income or substitute you know someone in the family's working income because we create an extra 100, 150K of income you know, per year now through development. Um, so really, that, that, that's exactly what I did to replace my income after five years. Um, and that is now exactly what we teach our clients, the exact same process. Um, people get it um, because it makes a lot of sense. And unfortunately, done in the days where you know, companies just tell you to buy 10 properties in 10 years and you'll, you know, be financially free. Yeah, of course, if people could do that, it'd work. But um, we know what banks have been like for the last few years, um, very strict. So we need to be a lot more creative and we need to be a lot more outside the box um, and and forward thinking to ensure that we aren't going to be stopped um, in terms of our ability to borrow money. Um, We want to ensure that we can continue to borrow money to be able to, um, you know, get to our goal. And we're very confident that, you know, people should be able to get there if they follow this process in a 10-year period. And that's our commitment to our clients. So, has there been clients who have managed to achieve that within a shorter period of time? The A-team itself has only been, well, I mean, we've only been rolling out the Hopkins formula as an official kind of uh, process for, oh, what would it be, maybe... 15 months or so uh, under this formula. We were still doing other other parts of it, just it wasn't as structured as it is. 
Um, but look, some people might come in and they've already got their four or five properties in their foundation. They might just need one more, you know, um, high yielding property or something like that um, to, to to complete it. Some people might roll straight into property development because they're at that level, and you know, they only need to do complete a couple of projects with us over, you know, a three three to four year period max, and you know, they've been able to replace or create an extra two hundred thousand dollars of income. Um, it, it just depends on ev- where everyone's at. Um, there is a reason why it's split into three phases because it is imperative that people starting out understand all of the little one one percenters involved in property investing. Sure, doing a development is it sounds exciting and it's sexy. However, um, if you don't understand, you know, the finance process, if you've never, you know, settled on a property before, if you don't understand you know, all of the elements of you know, um, property management, you know, being a landlord, um, you know, depreciation and maximising your tax returns. And there's so much that people need to learn. Um, you know, they are doing themselves a disadvantage um, if they're, you know, if they're trying to jump the gun. And in addition, you know, the, the other reason why we want to lay the foundation is if we do move into something a little bit, what would be perceived as a little bit more risky um, and it went wrong, you don't want to lose everything. You want to still have a, a backbone or, or that foundation to fall back on. You don't. You, you want to ensure that you know you're always going to be protected, and that's why we design it in the way that we do, because people would be protected through completing it that three-step process. In terms of locations where he prefers to implement this strategy, Hopkins has diversified over Melbourne and Brisbane, among other states. Over the past what eighteen months, you know, we've been um, doing. Oh, look, very, very moderate, only maybe once or twice in New South Wales. So I wouldn't even really mention that. But, um, yeah, Melbourne and Brisbane has been the predominant. Um, so we've had a lot of clients that have done uh, very well, made between 100 to 200K of equity in Melbourne over the past 18-odd months. And um, a lot of those clients, we're now getting into Brisbane. Um, I've purchased my last four have been in Brisbane because um, I'm a big believer that, that that market has to follow suit. Um, you know, as as Sydney and sort of as what Sydney and Melbourne have done, and there's a lot of great drivers and um, you know, I guess reasons as to why that's going to happen. Um, so I'm I'm really confident in Brisbane and you know that whole southeast Queensland market has been it's been sort of heating up for a while, but it's now it's time to to hit the boil and 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 do what Sydney and Melbourne have done. Um, so I'm I'm you know looking forward to that. Um, you know, I guess in the future. I'd probably look at Perth. Maybe, maybe I might look at it in six months. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that'd probably be the next horizon of, of a city that I'd look at. It's clear he has come a long way within a ten-year period. Firstly, I would never believe if, believe it if I said that. You know, um, just rocking up in Melbourne that you're going to be, you know, you're going to have a, over a ten million dollar property portfolio and um, you know, have you know three um, you know fast-growing businesses. You know, one that made the the, the Australian Financial Review fast starters. Um, you know, I, I would never have imagined that. You know, I'd be employing 12, 12 staff and have you know a couple of business partners and all that sort of stuff. No, there's no chance I could have. I would have believed it. Yeah, that's phenomenal. So, I guess um, it'd be a surprise for him to actually find out in ten years' time this is where you're at. Yeah, I'd, I'd laugh. 
Now, he is excited about fine-tuning his processes in all areas of his life, such as with his family and growing his businesses. The situation where I'm at with my personal investing now is, I know it's probably going to sound a little bit wankish, but I seem to find the what, what I'm doing, it's nearly because I've put in the hard work now and you know, really, I'm 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 now starting to read the read the roots of my labour. If that's what the, the term is, I don't even know. But um, read, read, read the rewards. Don't know where I was going with that. But um, um, yeah, like I find it now, you know, nearly effortless to be able to produce insane profits. So I, I only do developing now because that's just the level that I'm at. And um, you know, I don't look at a development unless it's going to produce me a 500k profit in in that 12 to 18 month time frame and you know, I've done four of those um, this year alone it's like well you know if that's just going to keep happening I could just you know stop the 18 and keep doing that if I really wanted to and you know I'd be in a really good position but I suppose yeah it's exciting to see over the next five years where my property portfolio will be you know I mean I do also really like business and I'm you know, wanting to wanting to grow the, the three current companies to a to a pretty cool level um so i guess it'd just be awesome to see how far i can go i mean that's one of my drivers that's a little bit of ego i guess wanting to push yourself and see what you can become um sometimes you know it has the opposite effect of wanting to take it easy and spend time with your family um i, I do get pulled in two directions a lot of the time um but yeah i suppose the main thing is to, for me would be to work out um how can I satisfy my drive and, you know, my I guess my ambitions for success, whilst being, you know, the best dad I can be, the best husband I can be, you know, growing a family, and um, you know, looking after my my family. You know, my mum works with me, my sister, uh, my dad. You know, he's one of my mentors, um, and uh, you know, I employ my best mate from high school, um, who's a godfather of my daughter. So. You know, it's just, I guess, looking after those close people and seeing how many lives we can change in the next five years. Definitely like to get to a 1,000 for sure. If you'd like to connect with Hopkins to discover more on the Hopkins formula or find out more about the A-Team or other businesses that can help you with your journey, you can do so online or by giving them a call. The best way to connect with us would be you know, either jumping on the website um, www.the18propertygroup.com.au um, or giving us a call um, 1300-283-267 um, in terms of the services that we offer so I'll make it really clear um, you know we are very selective with who we work with we're not a massive you know we have thousands of clients but they've only ever bought one property type of company we're more of what we call a, I guess a, a boutique sort of company um, of course, we'd like to grow to a larger size, but um, maintaining um, the right people and, and results is is very big for us. So, um, you know, I guess for the people that are, you know, 100%, 110% committed to wanting to change their life, um, you know, through property, the service that we offer is we conduct initial uh, one-on-one um, consultations where we really break down each person's situation, uncover a lot of time what their pain points are that they might not really know that are obvious and, and where is it they really want to get to and we help them create and tailor a 10-year plan. So we've actually got a piece of software that integrates with our, uh, the Hopkins formula, the three-step process. 
So we can look at every single person's situation, where they are as of today, income, assets, you know, liabilities, um, input that into our, our template, um, and that can literally spit out based on the Hopkins formula where they would be in 10 years' time, you know, how much wealth they're creating each year, what is that their wealth position in 10 years' time based on you know, us um, taking them through our process. So I'm very excited about that. Thank you to Sasha Hopkins, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Simply type in the search bar Sasha Hopkins and select that episode to learn more about his story. Also, if you haven't subscribed to receive your free property case studies that I only send exclusively via email, you can text me your email address to 0499881040 to subscribe. These real case studies are from experienced property investors where they share specific numbers of their portfolio, the strategies and much more. Simply text me your email address to 0499881040 to get your free case studies. Thanks for listening.